Hello, everyone. This is Melanie, and welcome to episode 187 of the Savvy Girls podcast. Mom and I broadcast this episode from St. Albert, Alberta, although I am currently in New York, and we're back. We're back. We're going to be doing this regularly, or trying so hard to be doing this regularly from now on. And so, yeah, we're back, and here's here's the first episode, and I know a while, but this is it. We're doing it. So sit back, grab your knitting or crochet, and your bird, or whatever else you feel the need to pet, and enjoy the show. And I say, hey, hey, it's just an ordinary day, and it's all your state of mind. At the end of the day, you just got to say it's all right. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Melanie. And this is Savvy Mom. And we're going to... <laughs> and that's Colette. And third, <laughs> we're going to try podcasting again. It's been a while, but we're going to, we're going to try to keep up and do it, because I really missed it. And Mom, have you? I really miss listening to your episodes. They're always so interesting. That's not, I didn't mean, did you miss me? I meant, did you miss doing it? But yeah, I mean, you hear me talk well, all the time. Well, I always feel like I have nothing to say, but then you stick the machine in front of me and, and you, you tell me. And you won't stop talking. <laughs> so, okay, it's been a while. Mom, I know you were just telling me about how hard it is to podcast on your own. It is. Because. Sometimes, well, sometimes I think of, a, oh, here's something that maybe people would be interested in, in hearing about. And, and then I put batteries in my machine and I put a little memory card in and I sit there and it doesn't always work. The so, machine or the stories? No, I don't really know how to use my machine. So, so. if people want to hear your stories, they should just phone you. That's that's true. Also, or or you will talk about it on the podcast now. Yeah, hopefully. It's been a while. It's been six months or so. I know. I know. It's been about six months. So, Mom, what have you been doing in the last six months? Craft-wise? No. Or anything-wise? No, no, Everything-wise. I had a couple of visits with my adorable granddaughters, who just turned one year this week. They're finally cute. They're adorable. They They've are. always been adorable. Eh, objectively, though, they are cute now. Like Savvy Girl Deborah says, they were a little undercooked at the beginning, but they're so cute. Anyways, twin girls and one-year-old. And so I've done that. Craft-wise, I took my tidy craft room and I dug through it and made a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. We were going to clean it this visit. It was... But we didn't. We didn't. It was very, very tidy, and then it became slightly untidy. Well, then you took the mattress out. And then I had renovations done in the house, so most things from the main floor had to get stuffed into that and every other room. True, except for mine. That's right. And then I... um, I haven't reorganized. It needs reorganized. And then you took the mattress out, so, then I took so the Deborah mattress would have out. a buffer beside her mattress for the baby. So right? Yeah, we didn't put that back, but nope. we will next time I'm in town. Yep. And and there's craft things everywhere. There are craft things everywhere. My main floor is not bad. But you talk. You got renovations. Six I had months. Reno- six months. I what had happened? renovations done. They started. Um, okay, what happened? I probably spoke about this before. You did, but it's a good story. It's a good story. I was... Sound effects. 
sound effects. Yeah. Oh, no, you do the no, sound okay, effects. Okay, 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 ready? Okay. So it was All a right. dark and stormy night. It was a dark and stormy night. Bow, bow. And I returned from a visit to another city. Toronto. From a visit to Toronto. Maybe Ottawa. And there was rain. And there was thunder. And there was lightning. And a crash of a thunderbolt. And yet I went to sleep. Thinking everything was going to be lovely. And at about... Thanks. (laughs) And about three in the morning there was a huge thunderclap that woke me up. And soon my um, smoke detector went off and I came downstairs and looked around. There was smoke in my family room and a flash of soot on the wall and pieces of my my, um, fireplace had been knocked off, some of the brick and the carpet was singed. And somebody recently asked me, oh, did you call the fire department? And I thought, Gosh, it didn't even occur to me. That's my mom. <laughs> I took a walk around the house. I felt the walls. I walked down the basement. Everything seemed fine, except it seemed... I mean, it was obvious there was a problem. So what was the problem, Mom? The house was hit by lightning. Right? Isn't that weird? It was really strange. And and the uh, next-door neighbor was in his study because he didn't sleep, I guess. It was quite early, and he said, Hmm, that's... That felt awfully close. Indeed. Of course it was us. If someone was going to get hit by lightning, it was going to be my mom. It was It was I. So as a result, insurance-wise, she got a bunch of things fixed and, and replaced I upgraded and upgraded. Things, and, and I put them off and I put them off. And then finally, last spring, the beginning of April, I believe it was Easter Monday. Wasn't it June when you got hit by lightning? The year it before, was almost a year July, okay. almost three years ago. Two years two ago. Years, two, two years. Two and a half bird. years ago. Yes, two and a half years ago. And uh, luckily the bird was still boarding at the pet store. The gerbil was here, but the, the bird was at the pet right. store. No, that wouldn't make sense. She was here. That wouldn't make sense because then they would both have been at the pet I store. I know, but the gerbil was here, and the bird was at the pet store. That doesn't make sense. In any case... But it's true. It's the facts. It's not fake news. No, I think they, if, if one was there, they were both there. No, I the was, bird wasn't there. The bird wasn't were home. You, wasn't this just a really quick trip? And wait, were you visiting me in Winnipeg for a couple days, and did Jen just feed the gerbil? Yes. That's what the gerbil, because I know you're making. The gerbil was here. The gerbil was here because you were like, at least birds are more sensitive. So yeah, she was. So you were coming. Oh, do we have to tell the whole story again? You're coming back from Winnipeg. (laughs) I was coming back from Winnipeg. That's what it was. That's what it was. And because it was only a three-day trip, and you thought it would be less stress for the gerbil to be here, and less work for me to, to get her ready and pack her up and to get two cages over there. So. so it was two and a half years ago, and I had a lot of pressure from the insurance company. No kidding. To make decisions and start the renovations, and we started them last spring. It was April. It was April. Beginning of April. And finally, I'm 99.9% finished. And, and the house looks great. It looks great. Mom is not sure. This is not knitting, and we have to get on to crafting, because yes, it's still, as far as we know, a knitting podcast. But um, So I upgraded my flooring and I had the dusty rose carpet and the lifting linoleum from the kitchen taken out. And I had hardwood put in and it's very light with wide boards. And I'm not quite certain about it, but I'm convincing myself that I love it. It's beautiful. Mom's crazy. 
Well, the problem is that it seems it's not to cozy. It seems it's not cozy. <sighs> you know what would make it cozy? Pictures. A on ball the of wall. knitting. A ball. Just you know, a basket <laughs> with knitting. Just plunk it in the middle of the room. That's it. Room is done. <laughs> or crochet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. crochet. Made I even it. gave you that. Yeah. You gave me that. Uh huh. No, the problem is that it seems to stain when oil falls on it. And I, as I said to the flooring rep just the other day when he came to the house. Yesterday, in fact. What happens if somebody was walking along and, and dropped some hot buttered popcorn on my, my floor? I said. And then he said, you kind of made me hungry for popcorn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then he took pictures of the stains from the other When grease. I dropped the pierogi. Right. And then the mysterious one in the pantry, on the pantry floor. So, so. knitting. So knitting. Oh, so okay. So we're, we're, we're catching up with, with you right, so and then we're going to catch up with me. What have you done for knitting? Wait, are or we crafting? Are you, we haven't talked about your crafting. People like you better than they like me. No, they don't. They, everyone but the Your life does. is far more. <laughs> Kate, I'm sorry. Here, hold the podcasting machine, and we'll give a demonstration. So the bird is on her plant stand. Oh, there's how's a... the bird, by the way, Mom? The bird is delightful. She's just a mite crazy. But so for people who don't know, they can't hear you. I'm prompting you. For why are people you don't know, we have a tame sparrow. She fell from the sky one day, and now she's our In bird in New York City. And she is domesticated and she is in charge of the whole house so and i'm about thinks. i'm about to put her in front of mom's face ready listen one two three okay she flew away normally she screams at me we'll try again try again ready one two three okay never mind she wants nothing to do with me anyway so what kind of crafting have you done um, I finished an afghan. Uh-huh. And the whole time I was working, and it was all done and it was sewn together, but it, it there was a lot of fiddling uh, with trying to even out the edges so that I could um, I could do a border and have it have the border look straight. So the first row of the border meant adjusting the stitches from single crochets, which are the the smallest stitch to double or triple crochets, which were the larger ones, in order to fill in the valleys and make everything straight. And do that in the main color, then another round in the main color, and then then it, the border that I did. And the whole time I was working on that, Colette the bird decided that she wanted my yarn. My poor little bird, I forgot this happened. My yep. poor angel of a bird. So not only did she annoy me and hop on me and grab my yarn, but she tried to fly away with it. I gave her little pieces, but she didn't want the little pieces. She wanted the big, the big, the part that was attached to the afghan and the skein. And she got herself so tangled once that it was all wrapped around her wings and her neck and, and I had to rescue her. Poor so angel. So, chalk one up to me finishing one afghan. And saving my angel of a bird. And saving your bird. So there was that. How is the bird, Mom? I thought we were talking about craft projects. Oh, right. Oh, fine. Then we'll get to the bird eventually. All right, so, so what else have you been doing? Um, I blocked the squares for the uh, knit afghan that I'm making and uh, it's made out of washable wool that I got from where's that place that we order from? Knit Picks. Knit Picks washable wool so 
either that's my next one to finish or I've got one other one, the stained glass one that I want to, f that's all done. I just need to do the border. This is a bird who's <laughs> yelling at me. She's, She's standing on mom's neck and yelling at her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've done that. I've pl got planned a bunch of projects. It's Hanukkah right now. Happy Hanukkah. Happy last night of Hanukkah. It is the last night of Hanukkah. It's time for presents. It's time Not for... Not that Hanukkah is about presents. It's about presents. It's about light. We're going to light the candles when we, we finish podcasting. And uh, so I, I wanted to make a quilted table runner in the shape of alternating dreidels one this way one that way and I planned it out I even showed it showed you my plan but I never did get it done I have a lot of Hanukkah themed fabric you do so you've been collecting it for years for years and they've stopped carrying them at the at the store here so I'd have to order them from online if I want more but I I do have a lot and it would be a nice idea to quilt I also wanted to make dreidel buntings to hang across the window or the fireplace and um that didn't get done but i know how i want to do it well next year next year and you were making a table runner for me to give as a present thank That's you mom right. Mel, you know it's the best crafting when someone else crafts when for you does it yep yes so um so that's that's what i did i haven't done a lot of knitting and crocheting oh i crocheted uh, the baby's hats. Oh, you made to, these really cute hats. They wore to Rhinebeck. Well, we'll talk about Rhinebeck in a minute. But So I made right. those. Right, I've forgotten about those. But I haven't really crocheted much for the last couple of years because I over-crocheted and I got probably what is known as tennis elbow just burning in my elbow, and I've given it quite a long rest. So it's time to um, not be so enthusiastic about crocheting, but... Well, you could just do it and not move I your like elbows. Knitting. You could just not move your elbows as much, maybe? Yeah, I did. Actually, actually, um, I have a, a, a several styles of crochet hooks. We got you one with the big ball. Yeah, I we? used that for a while because it, it requires a full arm movement, but my tension was different. So you have to sort of commit to um, a style of crocheting. And... Uh, just like knitting. I'm, I'm sure things would be different if you alternated between um, continental and picking styles of knitting. Your tension would be different. Yeah, I agree. What's picking? Uh, reg they, that's the regular. That one I do? Oh, maybe continental is picking. I don't know. Throwing and picking. Right, throwing is what, what we do. Okay. And continental is, is like picking. what Maya does. Is picking, yeah. Yeah, yeah the British yeah. way. That's really cool. It's fun to watch. I, I can do knit stitches in picking, but not the crochet hooks yet. And boy, does it go quickly. Whoa. You can really fly with that. Method. Oh, I know. I know. I have seen it. So I'm trying to think what else I've done. Well, you've thought about sewing clothes for the babies. I know. You just haven't. Oh, and you brought back beautiful material. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Yeah. And I found a style that I'd like to make. But uh, I haven't started Someone's kept you a little busy. Yes. The bird, not me. Yes, the bird. 
Okay, so tell me about your crafting projects. Um, so, to talk about what I've been doing the last few months... Okay, first, my crafting projects have been almost zero because I hurt my wrist in Edinburgh last... Um, this August, I was hurrying to a streetcar with two really heavy... Well, basically, I had ordered about a million programs. I didn't want to throw them out or recycle them. I wanted to bring them back and use them here for and an we upcoming... Did. We did. Yes, but it my, my carry-on, small-ish carry-on bag weighed about 70 pounds. It was... And I had to pretend it didn't. Anyway, long story short, ruined my poor wrist... And then carrying, it some kind of got better, and then lifted up babies, and it got worse, and then lifted up babies later, and anyway, and then I was, yes, Birdie, I was heading to Asia, and I knit the entire flight, 12 and a half hour flight to Asia, so that made it even, that made it hot fire. See, enthusiastic knitting I know, is just and as so, damaging as enthusiastic crochet. So I am going to knit tomorrow on the plane. I haven't knit for quite a while, and I'm... I, uh, the last time was the 25th of October. Yes. And so I'm not going to, um. So what will you knit? Oh, it's uh, this thing I'm making. Um, Which I'm is? making this, this shawl blue bonnets forever that I made before. I made it last year. Hi. And I'm making a larger version of it. I just changed the pattern to have it just be bigger. And I am on chart two of three. Chart one went on for quite a while because that's where I expanded it. You make some beautiful shawls. I mean, I do because it's just following patterns. And I'm beating part of this. And anyway, I, I, I was at Rhinebeck and I, I wanted to start another shawl. And I bought this beautiful yarn from, I think it was Neighborhood Yarn Company. And they're lovely. And I bought these really neat beads, but the beads are a size too small. So, so it's good I haven't been knitting because I actually need to rebuy those beads in the correct size. Even though I asked the people at the bead store what size I need. Anyway, the bird's, the bird is um, being loquacious also. So uh, what have I been doing in yes, the past? Okay, non-crafting doing. Okay, been doing? it's been really busy, honestly. Uh, let's see. <laughs> the, sorry, the bird is so cute. This summer I toured... Carmen, like Bizet's opera, I rewrote it for me and a storyteller, and I toured it to a whole bunch of cities. And after that, I I got sick in Winnipeg. Got I did a workshop with kids, little germy beasts, and one of them I caught their germiness, lost my voice, went to Edinburgh where I was doing three different shows a day. Um, I did three days with no voice. It was it was terrible and terrifying. And I got through it though and it got better and then I came back and I performed here and performed in Kelowna, Canada, and then went to Guam, which was random. And then I then I was performing in Shanghai and then I ended up doing other work in Korea and in Tokyo. All and actually all around Japan. And now I'm back from that and I am going tomorrow to New York to perform my kids show Opera Mouse off Broadway. Yay, off Broadway run Yay. for 3 weeks. And then in the spring I am performing in Adelaide, Australia and also um doing the knitting show in London for one performance. And then I'm sure other things will come up and then this summer I'm doing a show about Deanna Durbin and Judy Garland and I'm touring like 12 different cities including Orlando and and Edmonton and Victoria and Regina in Ottawa, London, Ontario, just a whole bunch of different Winnipeg. cities. Winnipeg. So it, that's the new show, and I'm already working on it now, getting it, 
getting it ready early, so it's 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 going to be. I'm really excited about that. Meanwhile, I am almost finished the CD, the CD I did the crowdfunding for. So now, finally, I will have in about a week. I will have a mastered version of the CD. I can send out our people who donated, which was so generous. I can finally send out what I owe them because the CD will be done. Yay! Still have to do the artwork, but I have to get on that. So I'm working on that project, working on other projects, and I guess that's what I've been doing. I I have did write sort of a, a blog about the travel, and it's on the it's on the Savvy Girls page. I posted every day about what I did, and is it on the Savvy Girls page as oh, well? Oh, on as Facebook. On it's on Facebook. Fa- yeah, I, should, I guess I should put a link on the actual Savvy Girls page to the Facebook page. I will figure out how to do that. But yeah, if you go on our Savvy Girls Facebook page, it's all it's all there. And some Your of the ho- worldwide it, adventures. Asia was wonderful. I was lucky enough and I can't I can't talk that much about it's like being a spy. I can't talk that much publicly about what I do there. If you want to ask, I will tell you, but I can't talk about it on the podcast, but I got to visit some pretty amazing places, some amazing restaurants and I got to see see some some experiences there that no one gets to see. And I got to sing there. So there were, I, it was twofold. The trip was twofold. And if anyone's going to Asia and needs some suggestions about amazing places in, in Korea or Japan or China, I have, I have some pretty neat suggestions. And oh my gosh, the shopping. Well, there was one thing you told me that everything there has a cute logo. Everything in Japan. In Japan. In Japan, everything okay, has so a cute give logo. Give us some, some examples. Okay, well, one of our listeners, and she's so nice, she actually came and had a sleepover with me in Tokyo at my hotel, and it was really fun. We went to the, the not the garment district, the material district, the sewing district together, Fabric. and she spoke, she's Japanese, so she speaks Japanese. It was so nice for once, not to have to, for once in over a month, to not to have to struggle to, to communicate, so that, that was great. That was wonderful uh, to have, and also she was really What's fun. What's her last name? Chico. Jiko. Jiko. So. Jiko is wonderful. Shout out to, uh, thanks to Jiko. And thanks to Jiko because she gave me some delicious foodie presents and they're delicious. But um, she's from an orange area where they have lots of oranges. And of course they have a little logo. It's this orange puppy with little, what are those called? Whiskers? No. Ears (laughs) made out of leaves from the orange tree. And when I was in Okinawa, there was a, a sort of a fair. I didn't realize this, but there's a hundred small islands around Japan that are Japanese islands, and they each have a different industry. And one of them is Carrot Island, and everything it produces is made of carrots. <laughs> so neat. I, wanna, I wish I had gone there. But they had a little happy carrot logo. And then I was near Mount Fuji, and they had a you know happy mountain logo. And then I was in this place where you go, and they have these black eggs, and they're eggs that have been put in hot springs basically they've been cooked in the the water of so they're hard-boiled eggs from hot springs and so what happens so to this, them? they turn black from they the chemicals they're supposed to add seven years onto your life if you eat one it was everyone was eating them but also they had all these like egg dolls and egg logos and just everything else the pickles have a logo and there was a lot of a lot of sparrow swag like, Tell so, them the cute sparrow swag story. Okay, so they're going to be tired of my voice and want your voice. No, they like your voice. If anyone's left listening. <sighs> what? Tiny violin? Yes. Um, 
All right. So I was I was in Fukuoka in Japan, and it, it is notable because there there is a giant sumo. Basically, the Super Bowl of sumo wrestling is there. And I was there during the Super Bowl of sumo wrestling, and I got it. I, the hotel managed to get me a ticket, which was great. And it wasn't that expensive. It was something like thirty dollars for a whole day of sumo wrestling, and it was so. It was really fun. It's not. It's not what I thought it would be at all. It's. It's. There's a lot of um. Um, theatricality to the whole thing. The actual wrestling is actually kind of violent and lasts about 20 seconds usually, but there's about four minutes of theatricality around it. And I can actually post a video of that if anyone wants me to. But um, when I was in Fukuoka, I had heard there were these adorable sparrow dolls, like Hello Kitty, but the sparrows. Yeah, you. And so I had asked the hotel where I could go to do they have a store? And they said, yeah, they do, but it's, it's far and it closes early. And there's, there's also one in Tokyo. And I said, well, I'm going to Tokyo. And I mentioned I was staying at a hotel of the same brand in Tokyo. And, and, you know, so that I went to the sumo wrestling and, and that's that. And when I got to Tokyo and checked into the hotel, the manager, the front desk manager came out with a tray with two cookies and the sparrow doll, the one I had asked about wrapped in a plastic bag with a big red bow and he had actually sent one of his staff members to the toy store down the street and this is a high-end hotel to the toy store to buy me a present isn't that cute it's adorable that was so cute that was so cute that's really sweet yeah so cute so yeah that was asia was amazing wait Uh, wait we can't finish with with japan yet nope no, because one of the notable things about Japan was the multiple flavors of Kid Kat bars. Kit Kat bars. There are over 200 flavors of Kid Kat Break bars. Take me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. 200 pieces because. 200 flavors. And I bought as many as I could, and some of the flavors include green, stra- green tea, strawberry, banana, wasabi. Um, oh. Something involving a cat at a hot spring. I know. Um, There's maple onsen something. is the name of the hot spring. So yeah, maple something, onsen hot spring, purple potato. Oh, purple sweet potatoes, purple yeah. yams. Purple yams. So there's, there, yeah. are a lot of, there are a lot of flavors. Um, you brought home about, what, flavors? 14, 16 different 15, flavors? 15, I think, different flavors. And we haven't actually so done much our tasting yet. We'll have to do that in, when I'm back. But yeah, so many Kit Kat bars. Who would have thought there'd be? And why is why is it that Kit Kat bars are so popular there? Well, the translation of of what well what they're called in Japanese that what the word sounds like something that also sounds like good luck. So it's considered uh-huh. good luck to eat Kit Kat bars. So that that is that. That's pretty neat. Um, I don't even know what else. I it was a great trip. China, Korea, and Japan are very different. It's they're three completely different experiences. China, it was it was amazing because people don't go. I mean, people go to Shanghai, but not a lot of people go to the other cities. And I I got to see a few, and I got to go on the train across the country. It was really interesting, and you know, go buy a train ticket at a station where no one spoke English, and I know seven words maybe of Mandarin, and. You know, basically, I was I was getting by without help in a language I don't speak. It, I, I mean, think you're very brave. No, why? It's not bravery. You just do it. Korea was, it was different. It was like being in New York City in a way when I was in Seoul. 
and it was interesting. It, I, I really, I wasn't there for a long time and Japan was amazing. I mean, Japan, I want to go back. I would love to see some of the smaller areas of China, but Japan, <coughs> I, it was, it was so great. It's as great as I always thought it would be. So yeah. And Guam, Guam was okay. Who knew? I never thought I'd go to Guam and I did. So I never thought I'd go to Adelaide and I'm going to. And this isn't about knitting. No, it isn't. So, um, sorry, the bird is pecking my face. <laughs> All right. So, Mom, why don't you talk about Rhinebeck? So, a group of us went to Rhinebeck. It was sort of a girls' weekend. It was me. And me. And Deborah And the babies. And my oh. friend Maya. Oh, yes. She's lovely. She's so much fun. And I feel bad because I was so tired. I was so tired. I was staying at almost three hours outside of New York and going in every day for the week leading up to it. And I just, by the time it got to Rhinebeck, I was just so tired. But um, but we had a good time. I'm really glad Maya came and I'm really glad we went. So yeah. Oh, she was wonderful. She was wonderful and she likes yarn. So it she, was perfect. She does like yarn. And we stayed in this weird farmhouse that we found on Airbnb and the water smelled like Sulfur. Sulfur. So showering or bathing made you smell like sulfur. Sulfur. And, Not thrilled and about that. outside the farmhouse, there were ducks and chickens. Yeah. And you could, we went and collected the eggs where you could collect the eggs and eat them. So it was, the farmhouse was weird because one of the bedrooms, clearly their young child just was removed from it while there are guests there because it was a child's bedroom full of recent children's things right mom oh i know models kind of and, freaky and toys and books it's children's not, it's, books it wasn't really I think, comfortable i think the farmhouse well the farmhouse was divided in half so one side could be an airbnb and the other side the family would retreat to the other side when they rented out right but it is nice if rooms are somewhat generic you know so it's not as i mean the kids school books were still in there it just feels Weird was for an adult a, to sleep in that room. There was only one washroom, and it was downstairs, so oh, you had to right. go down a rickety, the rickety stairs. Yeah, the, you know, for what they charged for that place, it was not... It, I, it looked like it would be charming and luxurious, and it really was just kind of old and nasty. There were, there were th things about it that were charming, but it was not that comfortable for the the number of people and There were and dead things babies. on the wall. Oh, yeah. Remember oh. the full-size turkey? Oh, the dining room. We wouldn't eat in the dining room. Because there was a turkey watching us. There was a stuffed, full-size turkey Eesh. there. Did we get a picture of that? I didn't, because it's gross. Oh, my gosh. Very unappealing. But, Rhinebeck, what was your favorite part of Rhinebeck? Well, you know what my favorite part is, always. It's the Leaping Llamas competition. That's true. And the babies just squealed with joy when they saw the llamas trotting past, and mm -hmm. the goat... It's that's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to watch them come up to the uh, bar and then just stop there as if to, you know, no, I'm not jumping over this. <laughs> and of course, the nun was back. Yes, with her goat. So it was fun. It was it was a good festival. I bought a few things of yarn. And like I you said. won a prize. Did? Yes, you did. Oh, 
Yeah, I won. I won one of the top two prizes in the photography contest. I forgot. I have a big ribbon upstairs. I know. Yay! And it was for these pictures of some sheep from Little Budworth in the UK. When I was singing there, there were these really cool sheep. I think they were not Johnson. It's someone's name. Jacob. Jacob sheep. They were Jacob sheep. I think the two color kind, whatever the two color kind is called, and they're really cute and. I, they were featured at Maryland, I think, a couple years ago. That's how I knew about this kind of sheep. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Took a picture. It got a giant ribbon. Um, so that that is great. I've always That's wanted great. to win a giant ribbon at Rhinebeck, and I did. Yeah, so. Very nicely composed Hello. photo. Thank you. Yes. <sighs> so um, that was Rhinebeck. I bought a pattern for a baby sweater. Mm-hmm. And I haven't started it. I haven't bought yarn. I probably should have just bought their yarn. It was very fine llama or alpaca. You can buy other yarn. I can buy other yarn. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I know. So, but it's, I couldn't help myself. It was really a sweet pattern. Yay. Well, that's something for you to knit coming up. Yeah. And that's it, I guess, right? That's, that's it for now for me. I... What if we want to bring a word back? Oh, I know which word you want to bring back. You, no, but you've come up with some very interesting words. I think it's the word we just introduced you to the other day. About tea. Tea. Oh, that's a good word. Right? That's a good word, yes. For years and years and decades and decades, I sometimes would have what I called very weak tea. It would be hot water with milk, sometimes with a little bit of sugar in it. And I'd say, well, don't worry, I just wave the tea bag over the top. Um, and I found out there's a name for this kind of tea. It's called cambric tea. And you Well, I knew there was a name. You knew I there knew was this a was name, a name because if you read old know. books, it comes up quite a lot. It's what you give children. In old books. At tea time. You call it cambric tea. So that's a good word to bring back. If you want to sound extra pretentious, go to Starbucks and ask for that. And they'll look at you and go, huh? They'll say grande (laughs) or tall. (laughs) And I'll say medium. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, bring that. That's just a quick word to bring back. Yeah. Yeah. You had had other words. I did, but I think one is enough each episode because... Um, so uh, because otherwise we'll run out of words. I look for caffeine-free alternatives, and cambric tea is a perfect one. Nice. It's neat and it's sweet. It's a ding-dong treat. Knitting socks for little feet. Just with your knitting all day long. You know, knitting's friendly and knitting's fun. Knitting's good for everyone, and that is why we sing this knitting song. Thank you so much for listening to episode 187 of the Savvy Girls podcast. I know I don't remember all these things, but I'm going to try. If you'd like to reach us, we are online at SavvyGirls.ca, Savvy Girls podcast on Facebook, Savvy Girls PCAST on Twitter. I am Melanie Presents on Twitter, and I'm Melanie Gall on Facebook. 
I have been putting updates from all of my trips on the Savvy Girls Facebook page as a sort of travel diary. So if you're bored and wonder why I haven't been podcasting and where I've been, I've been around the entire world, it feels like, and I have been writing about it all. So it is on there and I will try to figure out how to also link it to the podcast page. But right now, just go on our Facebook page. Quit the rest of Facebook. Don't quit us. And that's it. There'll be another episode very, very soon, probably in about a week or so. So thank you again. And don't forget, tend to your knitting, kitten.